Hello family of grace, welcome to another episode of Daily Grace with Alan Wanda chapter 8. This year today is on the chapter is Job chapter 5. And I should have said that for the word of God, mighty King of Kings, thank you for this wonderful day, and thank you for the gift of life, and thank you for provision, and thank you for always being there for us, Father, we have gone wrong in our thoughts and actions, we not have done and what I failed to do, Father, may you forgive us, may you send in your Holy Spirit to come and guide us, to come and be with us, to come and protect us, and to always come and show us the right path, Father, we have gone wrong, we have continuously asked for mercy, we pray that we bless the works of our hands and all the plans that we have, Father. All this believing and trusting in him, right in him, and that of his son Jesus Christ who strengthens us. Amen. And without wasting time, let's go straight to this wonder chapter. Call if you will, but who will answer you? To which of the holy ones will you turn? Resentment kills a fool, and envy slaps the simple. I myself have not seen a fool taking root, but suddenly his house was cast, his children are far from safety crushed in a coat without defender. The hungry consumed his harvest, taking it f- even from among the thorns, and the thirst plant after his wealth. For the hardship does not spring from the soil, nor does trouble sprout from the ground. Yet man is born to trouble, as surely as sparks fly upwards. But if I were you, I would appeal to God. I would lay my cause before him. He performs wonders that cannot be fathomed, miracles that cannot be counted. He provides rain for the earth. He sends water on the countryside. The lowly he sets on high, and those who mount are lifted on safety. He thrusts the plans of the crafty, so that their hands achieve no success. He catches the wise in their craftiness, and schemes of the willy are swept away. Darkness comes upon them in daytime, at noon they drop as if in the night. He saves the needy from the swords in the mouth. He saves them from the clutches of the powerful, so the poor have hope, and injustice shuts its mouth. Blessed is he who cal- whom the Lord corrects, so that so do not despise the discipline of the Almighty, for he wounds, but he also binds up. He injures, but his hands also heal. From six calamities he will scare you. In seven, no harm will touch you. In famine, he will deliver you from death. And in the battle, from the stroke of the sword, you will be protected from the lash of tongue. And need not to fear when destruction comes. You will laugh at destruction and famine. And need not fear for the wild animals, for you will have a covenant with the stones of the field, and the wild animals will be at peace with you. You will know that your tent is secure. You will take stock of your property and find nothing missing. You will know that your children will be many, and your descendants like the grass of the earth. You will come to the grave in full vigor, like sheaves gathered in season. We have examined this, and it's true. So hear it yourself. And apply it yourself. Amen. And this is where our short wonder chapter for today ends. And what message do we have? The first message that actually comes to me comes from verse 9. And what does verse 9 say? It says, he performs wonders that cannot be fathomed, miracles that cannot be counted. Amen. Let me repeat that again. He performs wonders that cannot be fathomed, miracles that cannot be counted. And when I just read this verse, something just struck me and I remembered something. You know, as Christians, sometimes we're in stages in our life that 
we just give up, you know. You are going through so much that you'll be like, you know what? I don't even think God can change this. We reach that stage. We'll be like, you know what? I don't think there will be any difference. I just rather give up now. We reach that stage where we have totally been broken. We don't even have energy to move. We don't have energy to pray. We don't have any faith left in us. And it, it's a very awkward place, but if you have never been there, thank God. If you have ever been there, you know what I'm trying to say. And you'll be like, you know what? I'm gone. I'm dead. My business is gone. My friendship is ruined. My marriage is gone. I can't. I can't move on. Enough is enough. But the Bible today is telling us, my friend, that the Lord performs wonders that can't be fathomed. Amen. So what is he telling us? Do not stop praying. Do not stop seeking the Lord. No matter how worse the situation is, no matter how the pressure is getting worse and worse, do not stick to the Lord. Stick to the Lord. Why? Because the Bible is telling us that he performs wonders that can't be fathomed. And miracles that can't be counted. You know, the Lord performs so many miracles in our lives, by the way. But sometimes because we have distanced ourselves from him, we cannot see it. Sometimes because we're looking into someone else's mirror, instead of looking into our mirrors, we cannot see it. Sometimes because we're really so busy minding about other people's lives that we can't even relate. Take time and sit down and see how many miracles that the Lord has performed in your life. Amen? Even the mere fact that you wake up, that's a miracle. It's a miracle. But we all take it for granted. No, you don't owe the Lord anything. You don't have to wake up every day, but the mere fact that you wake up every day is just a miracle and a sign of God's love for you. And when you go into verse 11, it says, The lowly he sets on high, and those who mourn are lifted to safety. Humility. Humility. That's what the Bible is telling us today. Humility. We have to learn to be humble. The Lord loves those who are humble. And if you are humble, that's when the Lord will elevate you. That's when he will lift you. And he will say, you know what, my son, my daughter, ABC this. No. Learn to humble yourselves before the Lord. Never put pride or never let pride come in between your relationship with God. Because pride is one of the devil's greatest tools. Always remember. Always and always remember. To stand for the Lord. Always remember to be humble. And you let the Lord lift you. But if you put your pride in the Lord and instead becoming crafty, let's listen to what, what 13 tells us. He catches the wise in their craftiness and the schemes of the wheelie are swept away. Amen? You can never be 
too wise for God. And that's something that we, we as Christians sometimes forget. That when the Lord blesses us with wisdom, we now want to try to out-reason him. We now want to try to outthink him. Relax. Come back to square one in the first place. Where did you get that wisdom from? Where? It was from the Lord. So do not let it fool you. When you go into verse 15, it says, He saves the needy from the sword in their mouth. He saves them from the clutches of the powerful. 16, so the poor have hope and injustice shuts its mouth. Amen. He saves the needy. I know some of you may start saying, but I'm not needy. My dad drives a BMW. My mom sleeps in a Lamborghini. We have Ferraris left and right. You may not be materially needy, but you can be spiritually needy. You may not be spiritually needy, but you can be financially needy. You may not be financially needy, but you can be academically needy. You may not be academically needy, but you can be socially needy. There's so many ways that we are needy as Christians. But whatever that case, the Lord is the bank to all of that. Go to him. Go seek him. Go seek him. For if you go into verse 18, it says, For he wounds, but he also binds up. He injures, but his hands also healed. Amen? And that's how beautiful our Lord is. That so many times we forget. We forget. That despite the pain that we are going through, despite how many wounds are opening left and right, the Lord heals. Never forget that he can bind your wounds. Take them to the Lord. Amen. The Bible tells us in 20, in famine he will deliver you from death and in battle from the stroke of the sword. Some of you are in battle, and instead of praying that God delivers you, you are praying for the battle to end. The battle may never end, but pray for strength to endure. Pray for God to deliver you from that battle. Sometimes you may even be fighting someone else's battle, and you are praying for victory in someone else's battle. No. No, that's not how it works, my friend. And lastly, from verse 27, we have examined this and it's true. So hear it and apply it to yourself. Amen. The key word there is apply it to yourself. No one will apply it to you. You will hear the word of the Lord thousands and thousands of times. But if you do not sit down and let it root within you, no one will let it root within you. Faith. It's a very personal struggle. You'll sit down and listen to podcasts after podcasts, read chapters after chapters, Bible after Bible. But if you do not allow it to sit in you by yourself, the Lord will never push himself. The Lord will never push you. The Lord will never force you. He's such a gentleman. And that's what I have for you today. Get some time. Great job to provide. What do you get? What message do you understand? Feel free to write to us daily grace with Alan at yahoo.com or send us a direct message on Instagram or Twitter at daily grace with Alan. We love to hear from you. Remember, the Lord can use one word to send a thousand messages. 
But may life in general thank you for this wonderful day. Thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for the gift of provision. I thank you for always being there for us, Father. We have gone wrong in our thoughts, in our actions, in what you have done, what you have failed to do. May you continue protecting us and guiding us in everything that we do. Have mercy on us, Father, and may you continue guiding us and be with us in everything that we do. We pray this believe and trusting in your mighty name, that of your Son Jesus Christ who strengthens us. Amen.